Hello, faithful listeners. This is Pastor John Clowater from Faith Lutheran Church here in Forest Lake, and we are so glad that you are listening online to our online podcast. Welcome you to worship anytime on Sundays at 9 a.m. or 10.30, and thanks for being here. Thanks for participating in worship with us as we look forward to the week ahead. A reading from Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, the word of the Lord. And so as the Apostle Paul writes at the beginning of his letter to the Philippians, Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord, Jesus Christ. Do you know anyone who just happens to be a little too chipper? You know, like that hopeless universal optimist, the one who always finds a silver lining even when things are just completely covered in mud. You know, sometimes this person's called a Pollyanna, that optimist who's excessively cheerful. You're like, come on. Now, this personality type can be helpful at times, especially if there's moments where we just need someone to to be positive, someone to be able to bring some energy. But for me, that usually only works if it's genuine. It can't be manufactured. It can't be fake. So I have to be a little skeptical when I'm reading the letter that Paul writes to, to the Philippians from prison. Because one of the first things that he tells the people of Philippi is that it's a good thing that he's in jail. Wait, what, Paul? Are you serious? Paul, you are a Paul, Iana. I guess I never really thought about him like that, and I think that's what was so disruptive for me as I read this. You know, Paul sees a silver lining in this situation that I don't know if we would. And he's taking this experience, and he's actually telling the people that what has happened to me has actually helped spread the gospel. He's taken his imprisonment to tell the guards who are there all about Jesus. And he even notes that his friends who are on the outside have become more confident to speak up because while Paul is in jail, they need to spread the good news. And so Paul writes, Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance. But for to me, living is is Christ and dying is gain. And I think that's what's really going on. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Why is Paul rejoicing? It's because he knows that, yeah, the end is near, so to speak. He knows he's played his cards. He knows that he's done everything he could to spread the good news of Jesus. And yet here he is, still alive in jail, and the good news continues to be spread. Even though he's awaiting death, he knows that death doesn't equate to losing. And to his audience, whether he's alive or dead, when they read this or hear this read out loud to them, he needs them to continue to persevere. He needs them to keep going and to not worry. There will be people to push you down and tell you you're not good enough, to tell you that you aren't able to accomplish the task set before you. But Paul's realistic. There will be tests and challenges and obstacles that we think are unthinkable. But what's amazing, what is awaiting us is the unmistakable joy of our Savior who watches over us. 
So think about your last two years. How are things going? Have you had any moments like Paul? Times where you've been confined, stuck, where your routines have been disrupted? Is this relatable to you at all? I know for this past week in my life, it's brought about a quarantine for my family. And certainly we've all had some quarantines throughout this. But this is the first time that COVID has actually touched my own family. It's meant that we've had to work together as a team. And that hasn't always been easy. Trust me, it's been kind of like the siege of Jerusalem that I've been talking about these last few weeks and talking about the Old Testament. You know, there's been a lot of destruction. Rooms of siblings have been destroyed at no, uh, for no reason. Uh, there have been unintended haircuts and missed schoolwork. Classes have not been attended because the internet conveniently stopped working. Go figure. In the short term, yeah, there have been some stressful moments. But as a family, we've had to adjust, reset our own expectations. We've had to be grace-filled with each other. And maybe, just maybe, it's opened up our eyes to the importance of how that grace of God carries us in those challenging times. We've been able to receive the grace and mercy of people who've reached out to us, offering to help. I continue to see the blessing of Christ through the love of others, through the love of many of you who've reached out as well. And that is something worth rejoicing. You know, as a church, we also face challenges, this church and the the bigger church. I mean, we think about how COVID has clearly changed the way that we do things. But also, let's honor the fact that we've been able to adapt. And I'm not trying to be all Pollyanna on you here, but think about the ways that we've done some stuff that have really transformed the way the message of of Jesus shapes our lives. The kids today, they were amazing. They put on this Christmas program for us, and it shows us just how resilient they've been, how they've been able to adapt, how they've been able to teach us the good news. And by putting on this program over multiple weeks, they've been able to have more kids participate. Not all of the kids have had to be in uh, each each and every single video for them to be able to share that good news. And by putting this program together, more and more of these kids are then hearing the good news as they're the ones uh, who get to be the messengers, the ones who deliver it. And today, as they share that good news with us, even behind our masks, I guarantee that it's a message that puts smiles on our faces. So rejoice. There is reason to be hopelessly optimistic. Just listen to those kids. Now share the good news. Because Jesus Christ, our Savior, is coming. Rejoice. Amen. Well, that's it for this week's sermon. Thank you for joining us. Look for more information on faithfl.org or certainly reach out to the office if you would like to receive weekly email updates. Thank you.